Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It's May 29th. 2023 we are here for your wwe raw review after one of the busiest weekends in wrestling history aew double or nothing we have two post shows on that fightful with myself and julie cutler fightful select with alex and kate nxt battleground alex and kate covered that we had preview shows on fightful select from rob wilkins uh, New Japan, Best of the Super Juniors. That will be covered in this week's Select Style podcast on FightfulSelect.com. We had Night of Champions. I had a post show on that on Saturday here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Alex and Kate had one on Fightful Select. We had Friday's Impact Under Siege. Uh, there was a Fightful Overbooked review there with Joel and Cresta. We had the SmackDown review here on Fightful as well. Just an unreal amount of content. Interviews with Darby Allen, with uh, Flash Morgan Webster, just a ton. And we got more scoops coming for you this week. Just ahead of this show, we reported, or actually, while this show went on, people were like, where are the raw plans? Where are the raw plans? And I said, well, there might not be any for a while. Vince makes a lot of late changes to some of these shows. I don't know if that was, was the cause of tonight's or whatever that may be, but we got news on how Vince has been making changes compared to that train wreck raw after Mania. And we've got Denise Salcedo here. You got Fresh half out. of Denise Salcedo. You got half of Denise Salcedo. I'm not Las 100% Vegas. today. Las Vegas did a number on me, man. I'm telling you, really? Las Vegas treated me like a jobber this weekend. They were like, I, I, I swore Las Vegas had a vendetta against me, but um, feel pretty okay, you know? You know, it's weird. Ready to go. I feel like I could live in Las Vegas, but I don't like visiting Las Vegas. You could know you cannot live in Las Vegas. You it's like an oven. You literally walk out there for like a minute and you might as well enter into an oven. I like that, though. Like, I love hot weather. I love hot weather. I just do. Oh, God, no. That's terrible. It gets so humid. It's so hot. You have to like literally be applying deodorant every 10 steps. I live in Kentucky, though. It's like walking through soup everywhere. It's so weirdly humid. It's it's 60 degrees and humid here. So, uh, yeah, I could I could probably live in Vegas, but I don't like visiting and I don't like visiting on holiday weekends. 2019 was just psychotic. That was just too much. But I will be in London twice this year. I will be in Detroit. 
I'll be in Winston-Salem. So I will be doing some traveling throughout this year, guys. Hope to see plenty of you. But we've got WWE Raw to talk about. Uh, today, we had noted that Tommaso Ciampa was in town ahead of Raw. Didn't appear on Raw, but FightfulSelect.com has a lot more. We're going to have, let's see, how much of this can I give away? A returning name soon, FightfulSelect.com this week. We're going to have some news on another returning name as well on FightfulSelect.com On this the week. WWE side of things? I'm not willing to say that. AEW, are you talking about? Are you talking to, about NWA? What's going on? You need to give us something. No, not, not giving away. It, Ty, Tyrus is the only NWA wrestler right now. Well, by the way, yeah, I was going to say, I found out today that I'm not a wrestling fan, by the way. Yeah, I could see that. You don't like Tyrus, so. How, how dare I? I'm just like a yeah, terrible person. It's one of the most asinine headlines I've ever seen in my life. Of course, I, you have to go to I clicked on the whole article just to <laughs> read it, and I don't know why I did that to myself. I read the, because I don't want to be that person that, talk shit on something when I just read a oh, quote, man. right? Or just a headline. I like to get the entire conversation so that I know what's going on. Cause sometimes things get misconstrued. Right. And I don't want to be that person. So I clicked on and read the entire article. Very proud of myself. Yay. And I don't know why I read that, those entire quotes from <laughs> Billy Corgan. I'm well, guys, a fan make sure of his you, music. Make sure you check out fightfulselect.com. That is our lifeblood. That is our, our most direct way to support us. I do Q&A shows there every week. There are Raw, SmackDown reviews. There are uh, backstage report shows. There are ones on indie wrestling, on Japanese wrestling, in addition to all the news that we break. And you say, what kind of news do you break? Well, we had info on Vince changing things remotely. We had the Tommaso Ciampa news today. We had news that Jade Cargill would be stepping away for a little while. Uh, news behind Chris Statlander's return. We had a full scoops thread for AEW Double or Nothing and NXT Battleground. We had notes from the Jake Roberts interview. We had uh, exclusive details on a mandatory meeting uh, for AEW this past weekend in which, Denise, Brian Danielson referenced the Tree Seaman article in this talent meeting. As he should. I mean, Brian Danielson is freaking hilarious, man. Like, you never know what to expect from that guy. I have now sat through three of his media scrums and those three times I was thinking, my God, uh, you just never know what to expect from him. It, it's freaking great. I was nervous, by the way. I was yeah. nervous to ask him a question. I was like, I kind of felt my hands a little sweaty. I was like, ooh, what's this? <laughs> I've sent him the actual picture before and he reacted positively. So uh, that, that was nice. We had news Friday that Jordan Grace is a free agent taking some time off of wrestling. We had Night of Champions producers. We had the rundown. We had all that stuff. We had news on uh, some former NWO members that were a little annoyed by a WWE shirt as well. We got all that just this weekend on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, also news on Paige Van Zant, on Jamie Hayter and her injury. Just a ton of stuff. More exclusive news than anywhere else. But if you want to support us watching right here, donate a Super Chat, donate a Humper Chat. You can do that YouTube.com slash Fightful or humperchats.com also leave a thumbs up i cannot tell you how important that is or commenting like if you see one of these ads pop up leave a little comment underneath during and just tell us your favorite or least favorite part of raw we got call me crazy saying rumors of dom entering into money in the bank and higher ups all for it make me hopeful he'll win it need dom to get that mega heat cashing in on roman no one is over or as heated in all of wrestling. L.A. Knight would be my second pick for Money in the Bank. Dominic, I think, 
I would pick over LA Knight right now, even though I like LA Knight. I don't know. I think that the heat with Dominic is better. And I love the bit of Dominic. And I even like the Max Caster thing. I love that comment. I was about to say he was technically over in two companies as of yesterday. You know, he was getting chance and said. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I loved what Rhea said, by the way. I thought that was a great way to kind of like, you know, get, continue some buzz. I was dying. I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I'm sitting in an AEW show right now. And we are getting chance for, for, for mommy. And that freaking line that Max Caster had about Dominic nearly killed me. Uh, I, I, it was brilliant. It was, I mean, this was probably one of his best raps. But that line in particular was freaking chef's kiss. It was ace. <laughs> uh Pavement Cut Your Hair says, why did it take so long for the media scrum to start, Denise? I don't know, actually. And so low-key, like I was sitting there and I was kind of glad, though, that it did take a second because I have, you know, you have to set up, you have to get your gear ready and everything. But there was, it was so funny because we got in there and everybody was talking and having a good time. And then out of nowhere, this like wave of silence hit the room and nobody was talking. <laughs> told me that. So it was so awkward. And I texted you. I was like, no one is talking in here. And then I turned around. I'm like, maybe someone's coming in. Nobody was coming in. So we were just sitting there. And the whole time I was talking to Stephanie Chase and I was telling Stephanie, Stephanie, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so I held it from the end of the oh, show. No. All the through the two hours that I was sitting there because it lasted two hours because this time I timed it. it I, I like to know it was a long one. Uh, Tony Khan, I think, did like 50 minutes and everybody was like 10 to 15 minutes, depending on the person. And so it was a two hours total. The second we came out, I was like, oh, my God. And we were kind of like in an area where I don't think I don't know. It was, it was, it was yeah. something. Yeah. But I don't know why everyone was so quiet. We were all asking about it. And then it got it's worse wild. because then I started giggling with everybody. <laughs> I felt like a child, you know, when you're like in school and everybody's quiet, the little group in the corner starts giggling for no reason. Yeah. A lot of fightful uh, contingent people or connected people there. Denise was there. Reg and Phil did Grapsity from there. Stephanie Chase did our prediction show with us last week. She was there. And Will Wash. Oh, wait. Will I was going to say, can you still us. claim? Can you still claim Will, Will Washington? Isn't well, I guess we can. He was on Grapsity yesterday. Me either, by the way, you can't claim me. People always say that. Michael, I'm like, we don't send her. Denise yeah, rakes in the money all me. her own. Exactly. We would I so, mean, so the amount of money you, that you make? Yeah, I know. I, 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 never mind. I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to <laughs> expose myself, but Michael no. is not footing the bill for me. So technically. What about NBC? Uh, call me crazy not, says, I'm not one of the lucky ones. Sean, is Dom your top pick for money in the bank? Uh, no, uh, he's not. But I think that he's a good bet, too. What I want more than anything, Denise, is to see a woman hold the money in the bank briefcase for longer than a day. Okay, I'm, but they kind of, they kind of today maybe possibly gave us a hint or a oh. tease of Dominic possibly yeah. becoming world heavyweight champion. I don't believe it, but we did get a little tease today. Adrian Wells. Thank you for the super chat. Tony says, didn't watch the show was watching my team save the country from obnoxious Boston fans. So proud of my team. Hope raw was fun for you too, though. With that being said, have a good night. Oh, and let's go heat. I think the Denver nuggets are going to crush them either way. We got a Kentucky alumni that's going to win an NBA title. I'm very happy with that. 
Uh, but we Y'all got case together, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, I mean, there's two on the Miami heat. There's one on the Denver nuggets and it, it doesn't happen very much uh, that, that Kentucky alumni actually win NBA titles, but KE775. You watch hockey, Sean? I've started to watch hockey, yeah. Okay, because that game six was on today. Don't ask me how I know this stuff. I just know this stuff. And so, well, my husband was watching both games, the game seven and game six, yeah. but he's trying to get me into hockey, but I can't get into hockey. So I'm trying, though, but I can't. Playoff hockey is a good way to get into it. I'll say this. The, the, the raw ratings are probably going to be real yeah. bad tomorrow. Real bad. They got bad. tough competition. AE775 says, outside of the Money in the Bank matches, what title matches do you think we see at Money in the Bank? Rhea and Raquel would be cool, but um, I actually wouldn't mind to see them do like something a little bit different, a little bit special, and have just an, an out-of-nowhere UK challenger for Rhea. Yeah, she's going to win anyway, but who, who do you think that we could see challenge for titles? I'm trying to think right now for uh, for Rhea Ripley. I still don't have an option for her just yet. Obviously, we got to see Gunther out there, so that's going to be fun. I don't know who he's going to go up against. I I feel like that would be another one. And then what? Who else do we have on there? Obviously, our tag team champs. Any other thing? No, huh? That's it, right? Everybody yeah, the tag titles. The tag titles will probably be probably be Imperium. It'd I hope just- so. Yeah, after tonight oh yeah after that, tonight yeah. duh sorry like um, we're only getting 50 percent of me today my brain's not yeah. functioning very well i forgot who's on what roster right now jonathan corona asks uh how we want or how we liked nxt battleground i thought it was an incredible show dijak and elia was a match of the year contender it was special this match showed people that dijak is everything that people touted him to be it was an incredible show just fantastic i'm gonna watch Rock- it tomorrow Rock hard Joel Wood says, does Triple H still get most of his stuff pushed through? I can't speak to that. I don't know that specifically. I've just had talent that say, you know, Vince is still changing a lot of things remotely, right? And I was like, well, I mean, I've heard rumors, but then they're like, yeah, 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 he is. He's pushing a lot of stuff through. A lot of stuff gets changed. I saw one person be like, oh, you're doom and gloom Vince report. It wasn't a doom and gloom Vince report. Most of these people were like, we know he's going to do it. We'd just rather him do it from home than be backstage and cause all of it, you know, and, and be a lot more frustrating about it. Because at least if he's not there, it's a, it goes a little bit smoother. But he says, this is as bad as it was a year ago. No, it's not as bad as I've heard it was a year ago. Has him working remotely had a negative effect on morale or talent, talent aware and think this is the best case scenario? Uh, mainly the last. I mean, it's affected morale a little bit, but you have to understand I covered the time when it was this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games do something for a friend volunteer a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time but the question is time for what and if it was unlimited how would you go about using it The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, 
and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Royal Rumble St. Louis, and that's the lowest I've ever seen WWE morale in my life. Like, they booked that show and that month so badly, it got me a lot of sources within the company because they were just sick of it. They completely lost confidence in Vince. This, I'm not seeing nearly as many of the Vince tropes, like people losing and getting title shots, the same matches over and over again, uh, champions losing as much. I'm not seeing as much of that, but we'll see. Sean, I have a question for you. It's probably a dumb question, but since we're talking about you know changes that Vince makes, are the talent aware of what changes Vince is specifically making, or is it just like, oh, this is either coming from Triple H or whoever, uh, do they know specifically it's coming from Vince? Well, when they get told that something's going to happen from Triple H or his team, and then it automatically changes, like quickly before the show, that's when they assume it's Vince. Because okay. otherwise, like Triple H seemed dead set on this. Why, why is it happening like this? Uh, we saw some videos, Candice, LeRae, Katana, Caden. Uh, I like these. I think that these are, are very, very important in just informing some talent a little bit about or informing fans about some of these talent. Uh, did you like what we saw here? So for Katana and Kaden, I think it was very important to do those types of videos because that was my biggest criticism for them on the NXT roster was that they were often forgotten about due to their characters. So I feel like you constantly have to, you know, just remind the people this is who they are. You don't forget sure. about them when they're in the ring, but when they're not in the ring, you kind of tend to forget about them for just a bit. So I think having that for them makes sense. For Candice LeRae, I mean, we've talked continuously about how when she came in back to WWE, I think we all maybe might have had different expectations of what we were going to see from her on the main roster, and we haven't necessarily been getting that. And I've wondered now for a while what is going to happen with Candice LeRae's character. And I think today they kind of gave her this really like bubbly, poppy type of little background with hearts and things like that. I'm thinking, okay, that's cute. I know she's a big fan of Disney and all of that, so I feel like they can incorporate you know, that type of stuff into her character, into her persona. She already has all the, the you know, she does all that, that pixie stuff and she does little things already, but I think they could probably just push it just a little bit more just to give her an identity on the show. Orlando Orego says, Denise, how was it at the pay-per-view? There was some period where the crowd seemed bored with double or nothing. I agree. I did think that the crowd was a little bit not reacting. I can tell you exactly. The crowd was into the battle royal. They definitely were into that. 
And I'm going to say this as nice as possible, but Adam Cole, Chris Jericho kind of killed the crowd a little bit. I thought that match was not great. And that match was the one that I think had people kind of going like, ooh, like not so much interested anymore. I thought Chris Statlander coming back and winning the title brought the crowd back. And they were completely hot for the Four Pillars match and the anarchy in the arena. They were really into that. But unfortunately, oh, and they did obviously pop for Karen Jarrett and all of that. That was great. Uh, That was phenomenal. They did pop for those stuff. But everything else was just unfortunately kind of impacted by... by by the Adam Cole Chris Jericho the, match, I think there were some people in denial about the crowd, and I was like, "Man, all you gotta do is look back there." Me and you have been to so many double or nothings and all outs. Like we've seen these crowd. Not only that, it was a lighter crowd than usual, and I think they need to go a little bit somewhere else besides, like, besides Las Vegas. It was not a full place. It was not a jam packed house because they did have the uh the right the the left side the hard cam side was completely blocked off on the top. And so it wasn't completely full on that end. But I still did think that when the crowd was really hot, they made up for that, for, yeah. you know, maybe the, the lesser amount of people. But I, they I still did 10,000, 10,000. Yeah, that's still crowd. a great yeah. number. I mean, I was walking all over Las Vegas and seeing all these people in AEW merchandise, uh, AEW gear. The lines for the merchandise were incredibly long. But I do think that, just I, I didn't think the crowd was that hot throughout the entire show, but when it really called for it, when something really good happened, they were interested in it. You know what could have got the crowd into the Adam Cole Chris Jericho match? What? You know what? So I'm not bad, not- but <laughs> yeah, I would have. I think but- it would have. I'm just saying. <laughs> So, I mean, like, yeah. So, look, I think I did see, like, certain comments of people, you know, addressing the crowd. And I don't think those people were wrong because I was sitting there and I saw it. Oh, and during the open house match. Oh, man, my biggest criticism of that, too, is on TV, I don't hate the concept of turning off the lights. In fact, I was actually a proponent. Like, I I liked it. I I was a fan of it. In person, I was not a fan of turning down the lights. And I will tell you why. Because you already had a crowd that wasn't that lively. And then to turn down the lights, all of a sudden you start to get a little comfy in your yeah. chair, start to maybe look around a little bit, get a little too comfortable. And I just, I didn't think that was <laughs> great for that, for that crowd. We had a comment where it said somebody had the raw card out by this afternoon. So Vince must be making minor changes. If any, Vince does not have to wait until last minute to make changes. He can make changes whenever the hell he wants. Uh, it, it has like nothing, nothing to do with like, who has the card out when he can make changes the night before he can make changes right before it, uh, it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, guys, reminder, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Thank you to pro wrestling podcast. We would greatly appreciate you. Orlando also says raw tonight was okay. Seems like they're setting up things. Nothing really important for tonight's show. Well, the tag team titles was important to me. Uh, and Jonathan says, Denise, are you ready for summer heat in California? I'm not ready. I am actually this year because this is like the first year where I actually have AC in my house. And for the first time in my life, I don't got to sit in front of the fan with a bowl of ice cubes. (laughs) Have you ever done that, Sean? When it's so hot that even the fan air is hot and you got to put like cold water or something in front of it. So that it's just air. Yeah, it's just hot air moving. It's just hot air. So this year I'm like, I got AC. I'm good. (laughs) Pavement Cut Your Hair says, can you please look if there's a new strict hair dye mandate? All on-air hosts, refs, and even Roman had zero gray this past week. 
I will look into it. Actually, I'll put that in my notes. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll ask about that. Brennan I says had a stupid question actually, and it kind of goes in line with that. And maybe I'm it? not thinking of something. Why was everybody wearing, or a lot of people on today's show, re-wearing their Night of Champions gear? Well, probably because they, when they traveled, that's the gear they had. Like they, they didn't go home. They I know, went but to they Alabama. knew they had raw afterwards, though. Sure, but they probably just brought their gear. Like, why okay. not? I don't know. That's I was thinking about that, that today. Brennan says Blair versus Rhea in the UK would be fun. I think Blair's probably poised for an NXT run. Broadway Joe says, I wonder what Vince is changing aside from Raw after Mania. I can't tell the difference, though I heard Solo Sokoa is just now solo. Is that true? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll ask about that. But, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's made several changes. He's changed uh, a lot of Candace and Piper Niven stuff. He's changed, uh, he's changed several things. But there are... Do you not see you, the Matt comedy in that, though, if he were just to be solo? Yes, I do. I do. But uh, Maximum Male Models have been de-emphasized. I can tell you that he wasn't a fan of the direction that, that they went with that, like where they, they got like a little more flamboyant and all that. But I can't say specifically that's him. The Line Drive says, The best thing about the post-draft Raw is it feels like Triple H is slowly building what he wants in the vein of the NXT brand and how it was run. It feels fresh, absent the bloodline albatross. Yeah, I still think that Cody Rhodes should have won that match. Um, but at least we got some progression there, and I am excited to watch SmackDown as a result. Tonight, there was a little bit of progression, but there wasn't like massive progression. Bear Hudson says, based on this week's wrestling events, which show stood out the most? I thought Night of Champions was the best event this weekend. Uh, I thought that... I honestly thought Impact Under Siege was the best event of this weekend. And that's that being said, I liked all of them. I even liked Double or Nothing, except for the you know that that weird two or three match period and a couple of things. But I thought Impact Under Siege had the best show this weekend. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, there was a Go lot ahead. of good stuff th this this week for sure. But I think for me, it's hard not to pick Double or Nothing because I was there and I really yeah. did enjoy those last two matches a whole lot. But I really don't want to take away from Night of Champions because I thought Night of Champions had a lot of really great matches. Like pretty much top to bottom, they were all great. KE775 says the Candice LeRae vignette surprised me. Should we expect any positive momentum for her or just randomness? Well, they're doing these for a lot of people. They're doing them for almost everybody, so it's not anything particular. Ricochet, you can expect him in the Money in the Bank ladder match. He beats Miz. Pretty decent match. Miz has been doing actually some good in-ring work, I think, lately. Some of his, his best in a few years, but Ricochet is a slam dunk decision here. If Miz was put in this ladder match, I'll tell you exactly what would happen. He would talk about how he's won it in the past. He would go in there. They would say, former Money in the Bank winner, WrestleMania main eventer, WWE champion. And he cashed in this Money in the Bank uh, last year and won, blah, blah, blah. And then he would do that same spot that he does in every ladder match where he gets pushed off like the third rung and then lands on his feet and then goes eh, over the top rope. <laughs> how? He goes what? <laughs> over the top rope. <laughs> Uh, same spot we've always seen out of him. Don't need to see it anymore. He's better suited to do other things. Meanwhile, Ricochet, there are times where people sometimes forget how incredible he is at everything because he isn't emphasized to a heavy degree. Now, I don't know where the hell Braun Strowman's been. I need to look into that as well because he hasn't been on the show lately. But Ricochet is an is easy decision to win this match, Denise. 
1000%. I thought this match was okay. Uh, it was good only because there was moments where obviously Ricochet is doing things that are very Ricochet like and are enjoyable to see all the time. So anytime. So all that was good, but I wouldn't necessarily say that this was a good match though. I thought this was nice to see Ricochet hit some yeah. of his fun spots, but this wasn't a good match though, in my opinion. I'll tell you what's a good match. You what? and NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Yeah. Do, do you know what NordVPN.com slash Fightful does, Denise? Tell me all about it. Everything. 30-day money-back guarantee, a great deal, saves you money on pay-per-views, allows you to watch shows early on international services, allows you to buy pay-per-views much more affordably. That's what I was able to do this weekend with several pay-per-views. That's what I'll be doing for the UFC pay-per-views as well. There's a whole lot to look forward to with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And I have people that hit me up and say, how do I get this? How do I use this? They have 24-7 tech support. They also have a kill switch. So if for some reason your VPN drops, it'll kill your internet connection. That way you can browse safely and securely. I'm heading to London. Denise is heading to Toronto. She's in L.A., I'm in Kentucky. We're probably, I don't even know. I'm going to Detroit. She's not, but she's going like overseas and all that. And when you're at the airport, when you're at restaurants, when you're at the arenas, you can browse safely and securely. You don't have to worry about your data getting stolen. Also, it has the best pop-up blocker I've ever used. One of my favorites is that it you won't run into sites that are like, eh, turn it off, turn off your pop-up blocker. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. With a lot of your browser extensions, you will. I don't run into that with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out. It's got a great deal. They've got several tiers, so you can choose whichever you want. You can protect your password, protect your files, and browse safely and securely with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Sean says, any chance Vic Joseph could get moved up to Raw? Kevin Patrick brings no energy, and he missed a call the finish of Shinsuke and Reed. I, I think they do need a new sound on Raw. Uh, I'm not I'm not sitting here rallying for Kevin Patrick to lose his job, but I think that there are better suited voices for that show. On the other hand, I think Samantha Irvin is a phenomenal, phenomenal addition to Raw. She's incredible. Her uh, the way that she calls Chelsea Green is is so good. Uh, he I just really really enjoy that as well. They need Spencer to make sure that they keep that girl. Do not lose oh, yeah. that girl, man. Whenever her contract oh, yeah. is up, I'd be making sure. I'd be, if I were her, I'd be like, I want more money, money. There you go. <laughs> Spencer says, I think Miz is so slept on. He's been cooking. I think he has been doing better. Trish we had that one out. Seth Rollins match that was good. That was literally it. I don't know what y'all talking about. I think he's been doing all right. Uh, we've got Trish and Zoe promo. This was tough. This Did they pipe rough. in booze again? Oh, they sure as hell piped in booze right? heavily at the beginning. I got to be honest with you. Like I used to always hear like, oh, they're piping in this. They're piping in that. I never noticed it as much until like the last month. The last month they tried to make everybody seem like they were getting the dominant treatment. But Trish is there live. So she's not talking above these booze. And we can tell that they're fake. And also, when there's this huge boo, but everybody in the background is like this. <laughs> Maybe the people all the way at the nosebleeds are just like really loud, Sean. And we can't see them. 
I like I I don't I not it's not for me. <clears throat> Trish, it seemed like maybe struggled a little bit during this promo. Zoe is natural. There, like I said, there's a little bit of the overacting and all that stuff, but Zoe is, I think, going to make a seamless transition. We haven't talked to you about this since Zoe was paired up with Trish, but this is big. Like last week on the AEW show, I hinted that not only the AEW division I said was going to change significantly, but I thought the WWE women's division was going to change significantly. I just didn't expect it to be this. Like you want to talk about a spot to be in? Zoe is with Trish Stratus feuding with Becky Lynch and next week is in a money in the bank qualifier against Natalia on raw. They believe in her right now, Denise. I'm happy for her, honestly, because she did. She's done a really good job in NXT. And I know that, you know, obviously you mentioned the overacting and this and that I let it slide because really she was just on NXT for, you know, for quite a bit. And she, you know, she's new on the main roster and this and that, but I really do think that she's going to get over with the people once they really continue to see more of her in-ring work because she really lays it in and she lays it in very nicely. And I'm happy that they put her in this spot because I think she's going to be like this person that, like I said, once people start to get used to her, seeing her more, I think that people are going to get behind her. Even today, when she um, when she said, thank you, Trish, I forgot exactly what she did, but she made sure to say the thank you, Trish, and this and that. That was something that legitimately got, you know, the, the, the boos and an actual response from the people that wasn't piped in. That was like the biggest yeah. uh, moment in this thing that didn't involve a piped in crowd noise. So for me, I thought, okay, like, look at that. Already just with that, she got a legitimate reaction, and that was good. And obviously the big thing here is she's getting the rub from both Trish Stratus and Becky Lynn. This to me is a really good idea to put her in that spot. And it may, it, it kind of, it, it's one of those things where there are other females that we really haven't seen them do much with. Uh, you can mention Candice LeRae. You can mention, uh, you know, Piper Niven. I don't even know what's going on with Piper Niven uh, or, you know, all these other names that I'm not thinking of right now because I probably forgot about them because we haven't seen much <laughs> of them on TV. And you see Zoe Stark and like they were here and now she just quickly went boom, boom, boom. And now she's up here. Like with like that quick. Yeah, I think the the thing I didn't like about the promo was Trish going the you people route. I just think that's a lazy thing. But I think it actually works in this specific instance because she feels like the audience left her behind in favor of Becky Lynch. Uh, she showed off that bruise that she's got. Then they beat Becky's ass. Go ahead. I do want to see more of Trish Stratus like leading a faction of all these, you know, I would love not, that too. not like the Jericho Appreciation Society, but society, but kind of like the girl version for Trish Stratus, but not annoying. We don't see a lot of women's factions like that. And I would love to see some of that. I would I really like would to see cool. that play out. I would, I would really like to see that. KE775 says, do you, who do you think helps Becky versus Zoe and Trish? Or does she keep fighting them solo? After what I saw of Lita this year, I don't think that that's the route that I want to go. I don't think that. Uh, I would love to see Beth. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, honestly, I I wouldn't mind if they got Mickey because she's been a free agent this whole Please. time. I, uh, how about this? FightfulSelect.com will have some Mickey news this week. I would love if they got Mickey. I would love if they did a lot of that. Mickey does this thing where they, they screw up her booking every time. Then she goes and gets over real big somewhere else. And they're like, all right, come on back. What if we get something again with Mickey and Trish? 
That, again, yeah. I think that, that plays it off really, really well. I would die in, of happiness. <laughs> Indu share came once again, this time all over Javier Bernal and Kevin Ventura. One of the things I liked about this match was Corey Graves put over the NXT talent. He's like, these aren't some jobbers off the street. They are really good professional athletes out of the performance center. But still, Indu share whipped that ass real bad. Whip that ass real bad, Denise. Who was the other guy that was with Javier? Kevin Ventura Cortez. Oh, and Veer okay. tells Kevin to suck it. He was the one that, that was dressed like Matt Hardy. It was great. It looked just like him. <laughs> you think he did it on purpose or was it like accidental? That has got to be like some sort of rib, right? Because like, they always do that. And WWE yeah. social media even played along with that. Whenever they had any sort of squash matches, they would put the picture of the wrestler and say like, make some sort of clever joke about who he looks yeah. like or something, right? I felt bad. I was going to caption it. We have Matt Hardy at home. But then I was like, I don't want to be too mean. So like I, you don't wear that shirt and those pants With and that those shoes hair. and that kind of hair and not expect to get Matt Hardy like comparisons. Like, you know what you're doing there. If you With, do that. Exactly. With that being said, that was the highlight of the match for me, seeing uh, Matt Hardy's uh, doppelganger, clearly. But uh, it's the same thing with Indushare. They're doing the same thing over and over. I, you, I need more. I need more. This ain't enough for me. Sure. Like, after two, I'm ready for them to move on to I was over it at the first one because I knew they were going to keep doing sure. it. I'm like, they're going to do it this one time, and I'm going to see it for the next 20, next 20 bring, rounds. Like, bring in the headbangers or something. Like, bring, bring in somebody, like... Any, anything else, but I, I think they're doing well so far. Uh, Joel, Rock Hard Joel Woods says, any idea when the hiring freeze might be over? So I had reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, that Nick Khan had told some sports agents that there wouldn't be talent cuts around Mania. He had also told them that they'd be hiring again soon. So I don't know what that means. They did reach out to Aussie Open, FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe, best $5 in the business. They had talked to Aussie Open, but AEW made the better offer. So, yeah. And, you know, you got Jared saying Jordan might join depending on how Endeavor feels about OnlyFans or if WWE pays more. That woman's a millionaire, guys. She is a millionaire. She doesn't have to go anywhere or do anything she doesn't want to do. Millionaire. Hashtag Completely jealous. separate. <laughs> like, anywhere she goes can possibly just be a commercial for that. And in impact, obviously, that has served its purpose, if that is her purpose. But she's been a power lifter. She's been a bodybuilder. She's got she's got a lot of different interests of things that she's wanted to do. So uh, and she's like 27, 27. So I think the, the world is her oyster right now. Cody Bondra says the singer at Double or Nothing. Any chatter on his appearance? Yeah, we covered that yesterday. I thought it. Was I didn't stupid. see that until afterwards on Twitter because I couldn't see from like I couldn't see like yeah. the details or the facials of the bands. Like we didn't see them on the screen either, except for that one quick spot. But I didn't see any of that until afterwards. I was like, "What's everybody talking about?" <laughs> it, it, yeah, uh, I mean, it was a mask, but it still didn't look good. It was a mask. Oh, I thought it was face paint. It was face paint underneath it. To a point, but when it is all covered like that, it ah, come I on, see. it gives that implication. Well, you know what time it is on the raw review. Why do we do this all the time? I don't get it. Like nobody let me in on the joke for this one. 
Does anybody like in the chat meeting or something? Does anybody in the chat want to explain to Denise what <laughs> this means? Hey, Sean, if we have a fightful talent meeting, can I put out my little scoops on Twitter and be like, this is what yes. Sean Ross Sam said on the talent. I meeting. thought I thought about doing one, actually, because I, I but, you know, I don't feel like tell, especially considering my social media conduct, telling freelancers, oh, we prefer if you didn't do this. Anytime Jimmy has said like about anybody on our staff, hey, can you tell them to pull this tweet down? I said, no, but you can pay them enough for them to do it, Jimmy, if you would like. If you'd like to pay them full time, you can then say, hey, I wouldn't like you to tweet that. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel right telling freelancers what they can post there, but the rules are simple on Fightful. Let's not drop F-bombs and please don't vape or drink unless it's in a bit. But uh, anyway, this <laughs> happened. And uh, here you go. Yeah, yeah, we know this. Yeah. We covered go. this. Hold like on, hold on. Yep, yep, yep. There we go. Um, here we go. It was funny yeah. the and first hold on, week hold on, hold on. It's this not funny person, no more. This person, yep, yep. It's always going to be funny. It's um, not funny. This person likes it an awful lot. Yep, yep, uh-huh. There we go. There's Luis. Yep, NBA Jam Code. Yep, okay, cool. Glad that we got that settled. Denise. Have some culture. Be a woman of the people. There you go. Uh, he whipped Dolph Ziggler's ass. Like he, honestly, he embarrassed Ziggler. Like he threw him into the stairs. Ziggler was down there crying, crying. Denise, this didn't do Dolph Ziggler any favors for sure, but it it did JD McDonough a, a few favors. He whipped his ass, and you know. He's not a large man, so this is a little different to see from somebody uh, of his stature. But yeah, I think but he's he believable, though. I know. That's what I was going to say. He plays it off really, really well. He looks like he's mad about that head on his shoulders. You know what? Sean, stop shaming people with big heads, okay? Say, I'm offended. Like like okay? I'm offended right now. Listen, Denise is going to run around doing headbutts to people. That's that's how you should have eliminated me I, from the if GCW. If I hit you with a headbutt, you'd still be out right now. It was It's like back in the day when Samu and Fatu would get headbutted and they wouldn't sell it. They would just super kick people in the face. <laughs> I loved it. I thought this was all right. I mean, again, Ziggler being used in this spot, it's like one of those things where once upon a time, man, this guy was the most over guy in wrestling. And now this, this is where he is at age 42, almost 43. It works with somebody for like J.D. McDonough because like you said, yeah. Dolph Ziggler is going to come with that respect. So for J.D. McDonough to get involved and have this program with him, it's going to give him, you know, some yeah, some credibility right off the bat. So I'm here for it. I think this is fine. We have uh, DDM saying, I know she's frowned upon, but they should model a faction after Moolah's school minus the abuse with Trish leading a faction of heels. Yeah, but I mean, they could they could do that completely separate of Moolah, obviously. But uh, yeah, I think there are a lot of traditional men's stories that when you add them to a women's storyline, it changes everything because of that gender change. And the dynamics of it are so different that you might not even recognize it as a, a prior men's storyline. Now, granted, there are some things Shawn Michaels is doing in NXT, yeah. and he straight up told me at that press conference, Denise, he's like, if it seems familiar, it's because I'm ripping it off precisely from what I did 30 years ago 
And he's like, if it was good, then maybe it'll be good now. Sean's but, uh, great I don't at think those. He is. It's like just he's great. You would think, you know, because he's Shawn Michaels, that he wouldn't say or do certain yeah. things in these press conferences. And then he does. And you're like, holy shit. I straight up asked him whenever they ran the, the Dijak promos. I was like, hey, so Dijak's coming back, right? And he's like, yeah, thought we were hiding it a little bit better than that. But yeah, he's on his way back. <laughs> <laughs> he don't care, man. He doesn't care. He's great. He's he's so down to earth on those things. I really, really love him. Uh, Agent JK says for Denise, just keep on rocking. And Louis Thank says, you. love this, love this community. Is Money in the Bank three from each brand? I don't have that information as of yet. I know that it is being discussed how many it should be. I think it should be, uh, yeah, I think it should be at least three or four from each brand. Wait, what was I the think question? it should be two money in the bank should oh. like will it be three i think it should be two men or yeah four men four women from each brand uh keep it even or two men and two women whatever the hell it is just keep it even ashton says jordan devlin or whatever his name is has a big head <laughs> and call me crazy says do you see mandy rose coming back to wwe eventually yeah i do i do think so I think right now she's more concerned on getting brand deals. Her, I tell you what her PR people tried to feed me once. What? They tried like, like I hadn't been told why she was fired. I reported the news and they were like, Oh, you know, she actually got fired. because She was wearing skims on her, uh, Oh, her, her brand page. Right. And it was very clearly something they wanted me to report that way. Skims would be like, Oh, let's do a brand deal with her because she had tweeted about it all the time. And I'm like, come on. Like, I ain't got a problem with what she did, anything like that. But that's not why. Like, just have her tweet. I really like this. Let me get a brand deal. Or maybe they should reach out and do the brand deal. Hey, brand deals are hard to get. They are. By the way, guys. If you would like to sponsor any number of Fightful shows, including our upcoming Collision show, contact myself or Kate. She is at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. We have spots on ROH, Impact, uh, AEW shows, SmackDown, Grapsity, all over the place. Anything that can fit into your budget. Uh, we're very, very good with brand recognition. Uh, you can get uh, anything from the spotlight all the way up to our Collision shows. But uh, lots of opportunities there. Joel Wood says, I love that Sean gives no Fs and is like, yeah, I ripped it off. He does. I like Tim. Tim says, I, uh, any word on Alexa? I know she has a skin issue or is she in creative hell again? I haven't heard anything brought up with her in a while. She was supposed to be involved in the Bray stuff. And Bray, unfortunately, uh, had been sidelined for quite some time. KO and Sammy come out and cut a promo and they're interrupted by Imperium. Kevin Owens flips out on Imperium. He wants to hear um, Fabian Eichner or Giovanni Vinci talk. They call Baldi. him Baldi. They call him Baldi. But Kevin Owens is livid at the idea of them interrupting him. Kevin Owens has been good comedic relief, even though he is taking everything way too seriously. Imperium seemed like a common sense team for them to face in the UK. So I don't have a problem with this. And Gunther has been so imposing and so important just walking around with them. I rather enjoyed this segment. I think it makes a lot of sense, even though they've already beat Imperium. 
I feel like Imperium with Gunther sort of motivating them is a different Imperium, Denise. It certainly is. I'm sorry. I loved all of this because I'm such a fan of Imperium. And this felt so fresh to me to get to see uh, Sammy and KO play off of. Uh, I, I loved them basically saying, oh, we always hear from you. Uh, what do you call them? Slender Man or something. And yeah. he's on you with the ears. But we never hear you, Baldy. What do you? I, I loved when Kevin Owens said, what's your opinion on all of this? <laughs> <laughs> it killed me that one little line killed me and so i love that like play on uh everything that they were doing there and kevin owens kind of going crazy you didn't follow the rules they didn't follow the rules we're supposed to call your name out and your music your music can't just hit and it was funny because he said your music can't just hit yet for years and years and years people's music's just hit and people just come out and so i kind of thought that that was really hilarious uh kind of uh really hilarious moment there so i enjoyed that and i thought this whole entire thing was just very refreshing to have on the show and it's like the one thing where i'm like yes this feels like a new roster this feels like a new brand we had alpha academy interrupt and they got a great reaction because of that extended shoosh from chad gable i love that they kept sammy and ko on commentary through this it added an awful lot and uh, Imperium get the win, which is good, because if they're building up to a tag title match, that's good. Alpha Academy are going to work really good as baby faces. And it's like they just turned babyface without changing anything. They got Maxine involved. Maxine is now a baby face and didn't change anything. So I feel so. I feel so bad because I feel Maxine tends to be very forgettable sometimes. Sure. And so I feel like she really needed this. Like she really needed something to, because she's so different from Chad Gable and Otis, right? She, her personality is so different. And I think the stuff that she was doing with Maximum Male Models, like it was funny, but it wasn't funny because of Maxine. It was funny because of the guys doing those very sexual lies. Right, exactly. Yeah. It she wasn't was third, maybe fourth banana in that if, if you count yes. Otis. But in yes. this, she feels like a part of the act. Exactly. Why? Because it's like, oh, it's the hot chick with the guys. You probably wouldn't picture that kind of hot chick yeah. with. So I feel her being part of uh, of this just makes more sense. And I think she's going to get more over it because she'll be more different and she'll actually stand out and serve a, a bigger purpose here with Alpha Academy. So I was a fan of that and the clothes and everything she was wearing. It looked good. Valhalla Obviously. ran out and got head kicked by Maxine, who was a little bit surprised that she did it as well. And then she got ran off. Maxine did train at the performance center. It's just, she didn't end up wrestling, but uh, I really liked a lot about this. DDM says, love this segment. Alpha Academy interruption was right on time. Ready for these belts to get separated. Yeah. I wouldn't mind those titles getting separated, but what SmackDown team would they lose those two? And do you want them? Do you want the titles separated? If to me, if they're not going to separate them, just do one title belt, do a new title belt. Yeah, I agree with that. Either separate them or just do the one title belt. And I don't know why, but for some reason, it's just like, I don't know. And it, it, I was going to say it doesn't make too big of a difference to me, but then it does at the same time, because at the end of the day, you're have you're on separate brands and I want to see the, I want to see the brand split enforced. Follow the rules yeah. that Kevin Owens says. I'm ready to see a new set, a new look tag team titles too. Like they've had these 
forever, Denise, whether it be the copper penny version or the better silver version, they've had these since 2009. Yeah. Yeah. 14 years. A new look would be nice. They're they're kind of, they're kind of generic, huh? They don't have too much well, detail. I, mean, I think now after 14 years, it's like, yeah, okay. But like, come on, let's get these guys some new titles already. Well, let's, let's just, let's move on with that. Ashton says, which released wrestler do you wish had a match with Gunther or Walter? Ooh. Well, someone that released, was released. Released. Or do you mean like free agent in general? Uh, I've got a list of free agent. I was going to say, who's a free agent right now that I would oh, be interested I, in? You know who I want to have a match with Gunther? Who? The honky tonk man. Come on, Sean. I want. <laughs> I was expecting 70, a legitimate answer. I want in September, seventy-year-old honky tonk man to answer a challenge in his little gear, and then Gunther chops him one time, and, and then, he just ta- he just taps out immediately. He falls down and just taps out immediately. How, he's li- he's what he's seventy exactly, or a little 70. older than seventy. You he's want this 70. poor man to go in there and get chopped by Gunther? We yeah, might not even know if he sucks. can make it. <laughs> 70. That's, that's Tell bad. me that wouldn't be amazing. That's terrible. It's a terrible Tell thing me that wouldn't say. be amazing. Okay, but from a serious perspective, I would love Harry Smith. I think that uh, okay. uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. would have a really, really good match with him. Um. I think Leo Rush is signed with New Japan. Otherwise, I would love the contrast there. I would just think that that was incredible. You know who I'd want to see, but I know is with MLW. Who? But if he wasn't with MLW, Fatu and Gunther. Yeah, Jacob Fatu. That'd be a good one. That'd be really, really good. I'd like that. Um, Based on who I see on the free agent list, ooh, Josh Barnett. I'd love to see Josh Barnett. Oh, yeah. That one would be really good. That'd be really good. incredible. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the that's i think the one right now uh, also i think alexander wolf could have a really good match with him too or just join imperium we have uh deshire saying nxt might not be everyone's cup of tea but i love how triple a or sean michaels gives men and women time equally on their matches best women's booker in the usa scott demore is pretty good too i i think that scott demore deserves an awful lot of credit because any given time they got like four good women's storylines going there but yeah i think Shawn michaels does an incredible job with women's wrestling just just great i would still i would still put scott demore above above sean on that and when that's given subject but that's not taken away from sean because i do think he's doing an incredible job with the women on nxt i've tweeted this multiple times and have said this like week after week is the women on nxt are legitimately the thing i look most forward to uh every week on that show i love this idea from joseph Want to see a storyline where Gunther makes it a point to take out all the Intercontinental champs before and to prove he's the best? Think about who is available for this, Denise. Of course, you got Ziggler. You know, Balor's there, but they probably won't involve him. But, but they you could. have like, damn. Yeah. Braun used to hold that. That would be a good one. Uh, Apollo Crews used to. That would make sense too. But I want too. like the cameos. I want to see, you know, I want to see Curtis Axel roll in there and, and face him. I want to see like Ezekiel Jackson show up or something like that. I want to see John Morrison and RVD and people like it. Shelton Benjamin even he's he's there on the roster. I want to see people like that Santino. He can wrestle one more. 
I would love to see that, like a parade of champions type of thing. That'd be very that would be cool. fun. Joseph McClain, or actually, yeah, we had uh, Gunther backstage who confronted Matt Riddle and said, I'm glad you're getting this Money in the Bank qualifier. That way you can cash in on me and lose. To which I'm like, okay, I'm glad that he's at least playing up the possibility of it, and I'm glad that he's making a challenge, but I never want to see anybody ch- like do that for the mid-card title again, unless yeah, like, but, like ever. Yeah, and I get that, but at the same time, it's like Gunther is making this belt, right? And if he makes it be like, you yes. should be competing it for, for this belt, it just makes it more important. Like, you shouldn't be walking around going, I got like the mid-tier belt or whatever, you know? Like, you should be going, I have a belt, I have the gold, this You're shit's right. going to be on top because I make this belt. Nakamura defeated Bronson Reed in a qualifier. KE775 says he enjoyed it. Hope there's a second chance match and Bronson gets in. I was shocked that he lost, but I rather enjoyed this match. And I like the finish where they teased the count out. And Nakamura said, nah, I'm just going to hit you with it again and pin you. What's up? What's with your little face here? I hated this. I'm sorry. Wow. Cancel me in the comments. I don't care. Come at me, chat. I don't care. I was pissed mm. the F off with this finish. I was mad because I wanted Bronson Reed to win. I'm sorry, but he was the person that I was rooting for in this. Uh, and dude, has he had he lost any singles matches prior to this? He had not, right? I don't recall him losing very uh, much. I thought he had. I mean, I don't know, but it feels he's definitely been getting them wins. Like, he hasn't been losing very often, okay? Like, he's been... Yeah, he's, he's been protected, sure. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I'm like, didn't Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura just lost, like, last week, didn't he? You don't have a he, terrible uh, memory, By the way, Bronson, did, right? Bronson lost the triple threat, by the way. Okay, okay. But, okay, fine. A triple threat's a little bit more understandable. Whatever. But, and then that was, that was different, though. That was also in the pay-per-view, too. Different stakes, this and that, whatever. But mm-hmm. on weekly television, he has been winning. And I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get this huge payoff somewhere with Bronson Reed. And then they just have him lose here. And I'm like, nah, I'm sorry. I already know what we can get from Shinsuke Nakamura. I want to see what we can get from somebody like Bronson Reed. I'm here for the new stuff. I'm here for new competitors to get on top. I want to see new faces. I want to see people like Bronson Reed get over and do cool shit. I'm sorry, but Bronson Reed was my pick all the way, and I was pretty damn irritated at this. I will say there, there is a point of this I agree with you on. Bronson needs to win some matches. He won last week against Ricochet, but... Since mid-March, he lost the Andre Battle Royal. He had a double countout against Bobby Lashley. He lost the triple threat match. He got eliminated from the Battle Royal. He lost tonight. It's time for him to win again. It's time for him to do uh, to do that. Because he's been winning the all-in-betweens. In between yeah. everything you mentioned, he's been winning. And so I want to see them do something with those wins. Tell me we're going to get something here. Like, I'm sorry, but I really wanted to see Bronson Reed in this match. Probably Joe said, did Sabu ever hold the IC title? I got an idea. Uh, the Bep Jr. says, did you see Braun and Cora called up after Money in the Bank? I think it would make a lot of sense. I think that either one of them or both of them would make a lot more sense on the main roster. But I think that Braun's also coming into his own on NXT. Joe Wood says, for context, Carlito and Primo were the first ones with this design of the tag titles, I believe. I wouldn't mind to see them challenge for the tag titles to this point after the way Carlito looked at that show. Looked great. Uh, you know, yeah, he, he did look great. He, he looked incredible. Man, I would pay so much money to see him spit that apple in your face. 
I would okay. start a GoFundMe. All right. Go Cody showed up. I want to see my boss get spit in the face with an apple. Cody showed up. He says Brock isn't there, but he is. And he said, you know what? We're one, one. You're man enough to beat me. You're man enough to break my arm, but you aren't man enough to tap me out. This is an open challenge. I'll post everywhere I am. And what I loved was that Cody named the smaller cities that he's going to be in. You know Brock ain't making those smaller cities. What do you name Saskatchewan or something? Well, no, no, no. That's what where Brock's saying? living. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. But he's like talking about places in Nebraska. And he's like, I'm making those towns. We've got Alex Silva say, did Cody's promo confirm he's not in the ladder match? No, I hope that we get up closer to it. And Cody's like, well, it looks like Brock isn't showing up. So I'm going to try to get into this ladder match. Um, but... At this point, I'm just convinced that this is going to continue and continue and continue. And Cody ain't winning that damn title anytime soon, Denise. Yeah, that's fine with me. I'm cool with that. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, Cody goes out there and he does what he can because, again, he's not there every week with Brock Lesnar or whoever else. So he goes out there and he makes the most of it. But unfortunately, it doesn't give us that much to really, like, break down. It's like, yeah, Cody said this and that. Yeah. Cool. Thumbs up. He's good at it. The crowd loves him. That's right. what we got. But it doesn't give me that much else if there's no interactions with like anybody else. Jonathan says, hey, Sean, just curious. When's Cody's contract up with WWE? Do you see him staying with WWE? Do you think he'll go back to AEW? I don't think he'll go back to AEW. Anything can happen. Uh, it is a running joke between me and Cody's people that I constantly ask how long his deal is. And I am never told. The one thing I was told when I asked was his deal frozen was he never stopped working for WWE during the time he was out, he was still doing work with them. So it was implied to me that maybe it wasn't, but I, th I think he's sleeping easy on those stacks of cash, but you know what? You can sleep easy when you save a stack of cash with helixsleep.com slash fightful invest in your sleep. It's one of the best decisions I ever made a few years ago. I needed a new mattress. I was sleeping on a slab of memory foam. I wanted something else. I could only sleep on my back. I found helixsleep.com before we had helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I took their online quiz. They matched me to the Dusk Deluxe model. I slept the best I've ever slept. I was able to sleep on my side, my back, uh, even on my stomach. It's a more versatile night's sleep. And I got those pillows that helped me out so much as well. They will find the right mattress for you, whether it's one that aligns your spine, a, one that, that's made for plus-size sleepers, ones that cool you down. Uh, whether it's soft, medium, firm, or something in between, Helix Sleep has you covered. Right now, you can get 25% off using the code FIGHTFUL and get two free dream pillows, which are $150 value, and get the mattresses that were voted by Wired, GQ, uh, Good Housekeeping, Apartment Therapy as their best mattresses in 2022 it's comfort designed for everybody if you're dealing with neck pain like i have if you get hot at night if you have a partner with a different sleep schedule helixsleep.com slash fightful has you covered over 30,000 five-star reviews there is free u.s shipping a 10 to 15 year warranty a 100 night uh, sleep trial to test out your mattress and you have financing as low as zero percent available so if, it, uh, if you want it to match up with your, your monetary plan, you can do that. And you can take one home or just have it delivered to your home, rather. And, uh, you know, work on those flexible payment plans. And if you don't like it for any reason, they will come get it for you. Helix Sleep 
Fightful.com slash Fightful. One of my favorite things about them, besides the fact that I use it literally every night, after I bought one of these mattresses for myself, I hit them up and I said, I would love to work with you guys. This helped me out so much after dealing with a broken neck, injured shoulders, injured back. And uh, they said, yeah, we would love to work with you. And we've been helping people ever since. Check it out. Invest in your sleep. You spend at least a third of your life in bed anyway. Tag team championships. Shayna and Ronda defeated Damage Control, Chelsea and Sonya, Raquel and Shotzi. Raquel stood out an awful lot in this match. I could see her stepping up and being next for Rhea. Chelsea and Sonya shined a lot in this match. They are a great team. They are also probably out of title shots at this point. They've lost three of them, Denise. And I think we knew that Ronda and Shayna were going to win. They've been pushing for it. Ronda passed on a world title match at WrestleMania to team with her best friend. It's happened. What did you think of the match and who won? So I thought the match was what I pretty much expected from it. In terms of who was winning, I think everybody knew that it was going to be Ronda and Shayna. But for those that maybe wanted somebody else, I know that I was definitely interested in seeing Sonia and Chelsea. And the reason why I kind of wanted them to win was because uh, you were going to get to totally different things, right? With Ronda and Shayna, you're going to get a totally different run than you would have gotten with Sonya and Chelsea. But I think I had more interest in Sonya and Chelsea because I love the character dynamics between the two. And if they weren't champions, they'd be incredibly like annoying and it would be phenomenal to see that. So with Ronda and Shayna, it's tough because... I am a fan of both of these women. I am a fan of what they can do. And when they've been at the top and when it's been good, it has been good. However, when they've been at the bottom and it's been bad, it's been bad. Specifically more so for Rhonda. Yeah. And right now, the, the the latest thing that you remember from Rhonda is that terrible run as SmackDown Women's Champion. Just and so real bad. The right. matches were so bad, except for the Raquel match, which was one of the best matches she ever had. But that was on her way out. <laughs> yes. So here's the thing. You can see it one of two ways, right? You can see it as this could be something to bring back Rhonda and Shayna and get the fans to care about them. Or you can see it as, damn, this is going to be a stinker for the women's division. I don't know which way people are looking at it. But after this, when they won, Corey Graves, the first thing he said was that everybody was going to go cry online, right? And so... I tweeted out like they had one, right? And mm -hmm. mainly all the comments were negative. Nobody wanted to see Rhonda and Shayna win. I think because, it's more, and it's, it's very Yeah, it's more so more because Ronda. of Rhonda, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like you can't blame the fans either for this one because, again, we just came off of that real big stinker of a run for Rhonda. So it is one of those things where it's like, okay, you can be excited and hope that maybe things get good there. Or we might be in for a kind of a lame time. So I don't really know what to expect here. I think it could go either direction. But I can tell you, based on social media reaction, it wasn't positive at all. People were bored and kind of irritated. We are eight years removed from Ronda Rousey's peak as an MMA fighter. And she peaked as a wrestler before she left the first time. Like, she peaked during her one-year thing with wwe and when she came back it was like oh that's cool 
but it just hasn't been the same. I will say the Raquel match last year was an incredible match, but she hasn't recaptured that. Hopefully, in this tag run, she is able to recapture it. Cam says Ronda promos are abysmal. Oh, they've always been bad. They've always been bad. In MMA, they were bad, too. Um, Rob says, I don't know if it's just me. Seems like Ronda, Ronda Rousey's aura is completely gone. Doesn't feel like a big deal anymore. She's not in that sense. Uh, definitely I not. Mean, I mean, she, she is in the sense of where there could be just some random woman who's, who you don't flip channels anymore. But if you catch Raw on or something like that, they'll go, oh, Ronda Rousey. I remember Ronda Rousey because... I watched her fights because she was transcendent, but that was then. This is now. Right, exactly. But I do agree with that. I think the aura has been complete. I don't want to say completely dismantled sounds too strong. That sounds really ugly. But uh, I do want to say, though, that it has taken a hit, though, where I just don't feel that people feel the same way about Ronda. And so it's like maybe this could be a way to get that back, at least for speaking WWE only. We're speaking about only this. And so, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Deshire says, look at what Bailey just tweeted, a new member. She tweeted a picture of her on the phone calling someone. You know who she should call? Who? Larry Tegan H. Parker? Knox. Tegan Knox. Should be Tegan Knox replacing <laughs> Dakota Kai. I think that would play really good. In Simmons I says... A joke because they have the freaking Larry... Do you, do you have Larry H. Parker in your... In Kentucky? No. Well, here they're always like, who do you call? Larry H. Parker. You get in a car accident or something. And his billboards are everywhere. <laughs> like, I've been seeing this man since I was a freaking kid. <laughs> so I was like, who do you call? Larry H. Parker. <sighs> that or Ghostbusters. I don't know. Rhonda won this match with an arm bar. In Simmons says, I'm in the minority here, but I didn't. Uh, I really think the. Okay. I'm going to redo this one. Let's try to clarify. I know I'm in the minority here. I really think the I didn't tap out for every baby face is overdone. They didn't pass out. They got beat down so badly they passed out. This is about the Cody thing. You don't pass out from double wrist locks or Kimuras. It doesn't happen. I've watched thousands of MMA fights. I have personally been put in that hold hundreds of times and done it to other people. Our gym specialized in the double wrist lock. Like we, we created our whole offense around it. Never once in my life have I seen somebody pass out from it. I know it's a wrestling trope. I know we go back to Austin and Brett, but I'm like, oh my God, just choke him out. Like, ah. Nick DeVito says, thank you guys for your coverage of events this weekend. When do you think that Cody and Brock 3 will be? I think SummerSlam. I think they'll stretch it out to then. I don't think they should. I really don't think you they don't should. You think they should have the match? At no, Summer I Slam? think they should have it before. And Money Cody in the bank? Should do, yes, I think Cody should do something else at SummerSlam because you're giving, you're giving a stadium crowd something yeah. they've seen twice already. Don't do that. Uh, we got Adrian Wells saying, Hey, everyone, how's your Memorial Day? Good Raw tonight. Congrats to the new tag champ, Shane and Ronda. It was good to see Seth and AJ team up. Adrian, it's always great to see you. You're always so great to us. And we did see Rollins and AJ team up because Rollins cuts a promo at the start of the show is massively over. The crowd is chanting, you deserve it. And AJ comes out and he's like, no, you don't deserve it. You earned it. And they made up. Now, they wrestled like they were proving a point 
on Saturday. It was an incredible match. I love this interaction. Uh, I'm not keen on them just being like, who cares about the brand split? Hey, he addressed it just for you, Sean. Just for you. I'm glad that they addressed it. He mentioned it. Adam Pierce said, I'm getting through this red tape. But I'm just like, Jesus Christ, can we do one week? Like just one week of making this matter. They set up a match with Judgment Day, but I liked the interaction between Rollins and AJ. And fortunately, the crowd was there for it. I'm just happy to see the damn world title on Raw. That way, something in this three hours will mean something, Denise. How'd you feel about the the, the world champion's first uh, night as champ? I thought it was hilarious when AJ Styles came out and was like, okay, I know I'm a SmackDown superstar. We had the WWE draft and everything, uh, but you don't want to come out here and, you know, shakes hands with Seth Rollins. I thought that was great. Uh, I feel like we're getting more of the crowd singing Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins theme more so now, even in his promos where instead of a what, whenever we get a pause, we get the, oh, and all the singing and that's and that. That's been a little bit uh, interesting. I, I, it's taken a, a little bit of a second to get used to it kind of in between words. When it was just like immediately following his entrance, I thought it was cool. But now we're getting it during the promos. I thought that was interesting. Um, and then the entire thing with this leading into uh, they that was the moment that they also teased the possibility of Dominic Mysterio or Dom Dom defeating Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship when Rhea Ripley said it. And I was going, oh, man, did she say that just to say that, just to just just to make us all mad? Or did they say that to start planting the seeds that there's a possibility that this can actually happen? I have no idea, but it's kind of got me a little worried. I'm not going to lie. It's got me a little worried, a little concerned here. Uh, and then, I mean, the match itself, I had a great time with the match itself. Uh, there was a moment where we had that, like, uh, outside spot where Seth Rollins was like hugging Rhea Ripley. I thought that was kind of hilarious. So I did enjoy that a whole lot. I thought the match was very, very fun. And overall, it was cool to see Seth and AJ team up together, given the match that they had at Night of Champions, which was legitimately a phenomenal match. So I was very happy to see them kind of team up together. But then again, at the same time, it's like, bruh, we we got we got a we got a, a you're supposed to be on SmackDown type deal. I don't want to be that person. I'm usually don't get too mad about that kind of stuff. And I'm not mad because we got a good quality main event. So I guess there's nothing to it, complain about. It was a good main event. Uh, Judgment Day, they've been filling that role for a while. I'm just glad to see the world title on Raw. Uh, guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We're heading down the home stretch. Uh, AJ and Seth do win. Sean Murphy asks, could a weekly open challenge elevate the world heavyweight championship? I don't think so. Uh, I think that you need to earn that spot. Uh, I think that's something more for the mid-card titles to elevate those. I want to see people that are so undeniably good and have won so many things or won something to get that title match to get them. Overall, stories, stories, good stories. Overall, this was a Raw that was booked like it was up against two major playoff games. Uh, there wasn't a lot that I hated on this show. It wasn't a bad Raw. No, it wasn't a bad Raw. It was just like... It was mild salsa. Eh. You know, you, you, got, you got a Money in the Bank qualifier. You got tag champions, but they were forced into that. All right. Okay. Uh, I want to thank our moderator, Luis, for all the, the work that he did over this weekend and today. It means an awful lot. Uh, guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. It's about to be the beginning of the month, so... 
We're going to have a big bunch of news this week. Returns, injury updates, some backstage stuff. FightfulSelect.com. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I had to drive home, Sean, by the way, because my Wi-Fi was so bad, which is why I couldn't do the Night of Champions show. And uh, it took me... Okay, so I had to leave. Literally, I left. I I left Las Vegas at 5 a.m. to make it back here at 9 in L.A. And I uploaded my videos as soon as I possibly could. And um, anyway, so all my scrum videos are up. Please check those out. Uh, I promise you, you will love the quality of my videos the best. Denise (laughs) legitimately has the best quality of sound and uh, video of those scrums, period. Go support her channel. Uh, Make sure you guys subscribe here. We are creeping up on 90,000 subscribers. Would love to get to to 100,000 this year. It would mean an awful lot to me. Guys, thank you all so much wholeheartedly for all the stuff this weekend. I know I'm going to forget somebody, but I want to thank Kyler on the social media end, Rob Wilkins for everything he did, Kate and Alex for all their coverage, Jeremy, Colin, Skyler, of course, Luis as well, Robert DeFelice. uh, I think I said Colin as well. Our team killed it this week uh joel pearl did an incredible amount of work for us as well guys thank you all so much uh ke775 says who's the nxt attacker i think is blair davenport until next time we're out